Welcome back to another edition of the Cleveland Baseball Talk podcast. I'm Joe Noga, joined by Paul Hoynes. Hoynes will be back from Goodyear after uh, an extended stay. Uh, got a good look at uh, the beginning of camp and uh, the first few games of spring training. Uh, what was just your general impression and your first, uh, you know, big takeaway from uh, the time you spent out there in Goodyear and and the progress that's being made by the Guardians towards, uh, you know, getting the season going? Yeah, Joe, just, uh, you know, everything is, is going pretty smoothly. Uh, you know, looks like, uh, you know, really a well-run camp by uh, manager Stephen Vogt and the coaching staff. Things, you know, they're not on the field for a, lo- a lot, you know, really a long time. There isn't way- too much wasted motion. And, uh, you know, the games are starting. Uh, and it's been fun to watch these guys. You know, we've been talking about them all winter. And it's nice to uh, see, you know, kind of put, you know, the actions with faces. You know, Kyle Manzardo's swung the bat real well. Um you know, we've seen uh, Gabriel Arias uh, do do some good things with the bat. Um, you know, uh, uh, Brian uh, Brian Rocchio is his. You know, we we saw him a couple games at short. Uh, so yeah, and uh, you know, we saw Chase Delauder, you know, one of the guys from the adept camp, one of their top prospects, and he's been nothing, he's done nothing but hits. And whenever he gets a chance in in one of the big league games, Joe, I saw four games and uh, he swung the bat well. Uh, it's good to good to hear that uh, you know offensively there have been some some highlights and some guys uh, that have been able to uh, to do some things again yeah I, I, you got to take everything at spring training with a grain of salt but uh, still nice to see uh, right off the top uh, some news from today uh, as uh, Stephen Vogt uh, told reporters out in Goodyear this morning uh, that Trevor Steppen uh, will be sidelined three weeks uh, after. It was revealed, an MRI revealed uh, he has some bone bruising in his uh, right elbow. Uh, no ligament damage uh, to report or, or anything like that. Uh, they're going to shut him down for, for three weeks from throwing. Uh, but he has, uh, after some high-intensity uh, throwing workouts that he was under, undergoing, uh, he walked away with some uh, some bruising in that right elbow, and uh, they decided it best to, to shut him down for three weeks and then reevaluate him after that. Uh, so this is a, a setback for for Stefan and and the back end of that bullpen uh, looks like it was a, a good thing that they were able to acquire Scott Barlow uh, in the offseason uh, because he's now going to be relied upon a little bit more uh, as as a setup guy for Emmanuel Classe. Yeah, Joe, and uh, you know you, you miss three weeks in spring training, you're opening the season on the IL. You know, there's no question about that. So Stefan joins James Karinchak. We still haven't seen Karinchak. You know, he got a cortisone shot in his right shoulder. He hasn't thrown at all this spring. So he might be questionable uh, for the uh, start of the regular season as well. So, you know, you've got two – right now you have a couple open spots in that bullpen, and there's a lot of guys competing for it, Joe. Yeah, there, uh, there are quite a few names out there uh, in the uh, – you know, as, as far as non-roster invitees, a couple of guys who are actually on the 40-man roster who, who now – uh, see their chances of making the uh, the opening day roster uh, get that much better. Uh, one of those guys, uh, Ben Lively. Uh, uh, you know, what do we know about him? What have we seen? And 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 what if uh, you know this is a guy who's got a, a major league contract, one of the few major league contracts that was signed in the off season. Uh, what do we uh, have? What have we seen so far from him? And what can we expect? He's an experienced right hander. 
Uh, Stephen Vogt uh, told reporters a couple days ago that, you know, this is a jack-of-all-trades uh, pitcher. You know, he's a starter. Uh, he can relieve. He can uh, pitch long relief. He can pitch short relief. And uh, he says, you know, Volt believes that in today's bullpen, you know, you need length. And uh, he could certainly uh, provide you with that, I think. And uh, he, he can also give you the option of being a one-inning guy. So, you know, that, that sounds like the, exactly the kind of pitcher they're looking for, Joe, mm-hmm. um, you know, with uh, with the injuries in the pan. Yeah, just, so as you're describing that and as you're talking about that, it reminds me a little bit of Tyler Clippard and, and what he was able to do for uh, for Tito and his bullpen a couple of years back uh, for for two seasons there. It was uh, it was nice to have him as a, as an option uh, if you needed somebody to make a, an emergency spot start, he could do that. He'd give you a couple of innings of length, and he'd also come in and get big outs when he needed it to. So, uh, uh, you know, a decent comp there. Uh, as far as what you think. Right now, the makeup of that bullpen, uh, you know, could be like if, if uh, you know, if the if the regular season were starting tomorrow and you've got five starters, they're already spoken for in in Bieber, McKenzie, uh, Allen, Williams and Bybee. Uh, so that's five spots. You got to get to 13. So the rest are bullpen arms. Uh, Class A, Henches, Barlow, that's three. Uh, as far as Sandlin and maybe Morgan uh, back there as well, that's that's five. Uh, that leaves you three more guys. Uh, who's who's in the mix for those three three other spots? Yeah, I, th- I think it's wide open, Joe. And uh, you know what Vote was talking about. You know, having length. I mean, they've got a bunch of guys that can do are kind of uh, you know utility pitchers. You've got uh, Lively, who we just talked about. You've got Carlos Carrasco, who's in camp. You know, he's pitched out of the bullpen. It's been a while, but he certainly is versatile enough to do that. And this is this could be a way of put, getting him on the ball club on the 26-man roster. Uh, Tyler Beebe uh, pitched, uh, you know, against, uh, you know, he, he's already made a start. He, would, he made the opening day start, I think, the first start of the spring. Uh, and he's a guy that's pitched in relief and and pitched and started. Uh, Xavier Curry, you know, uh, Xavier Curry, I should say, um, you know, he started yesterday, uh, pitched two innings against Oakland, did a really nice job wiggling out of a jam in the first inning. So, you know, you've got Hunter Gaddis, you know, that's another guy that can give you length. I, but we were talking before the podcast, they might want to send him down and stretch him out and make sure he's ready to a step into the rotation if they need it. And another guy that I, that we haven't seen a whole lot of, but had really good numbers last year, Cade Smith at double A and triple A. Yeah. Cade Smith, uh, intriguing, uh, guy. And, uh, you know, one of the first, one of the early, uh, you know, non-roster invitees for, uh, for the guardian sort of raised some eyebrows and said, Hey, you know, this is a guy, you know, might have a chance to, to pitch his way onto the club. We'll, we'll definitely get a chance to see Cade Smith uh, as we go a little deeper into spring training. I, I'm sure he'll get, you know, three to four more appearances uh, or maybe more uh, as, as the, the camp goes on, as the games go on. So, uh, you know, with, with Stefan being sidelined with him, probably opening the season uh, on the injured list, uh, probably, you know, having to do rehab assignment early through, throughout the, uh, you know, April at, at some point in, in Columbus, uh, more than likely. I mean, it sort of follows the same uh, trajectory that that Henches did last year. You know, Henches got injured in camp and, 
you know, missed uh, the majority of camp and, and, you know, had to open the season uh, in, in Columbus on the injured list and, and working his way back. But, you know, once he made it back to the big league club, he, he was, he was pretty solid for the season last year. So, uh, you know, there's, there's still a good, uh, a good trajectory, a good path for, for Hen, uh, for Stefan, uh, this year. Of course, this is what year, uh, two of him, of his, uh, his contract extension, uh, that are, he, that he signed, he signed a contract before the, the 2023 season. So, uh, you know, he's, he's, he's at least got that, uh, you know, in the back of his mind that, that reassurance that, you know, he's not going anywhere. It's, he's under contract. So, uh, you know, he can just focus on the work, focus on the rehab and, and get himself, uh, back to where he needs to, to be, to be effective. Uh, just, uh, you know, unfortunate that this has to happen now is, uh, and you just got to start playing a numbers game and you're in the back of your head with, uh, you know, who's available and who's, who's going to make the club and who's not going to make the club out of, out of spring training. Never, uh, never a fun thing to deal with the injuries that way. Yeah, Joan, this is a guy, uh, Stefan was looking forward to, uh, having a, you know, a really a healthy season. He pitched with a back injury for most of last year. Uh, didn't have the year he had in, uh, 2022, but was still very durable. I think he wrote, what, he have 70, 71 appearances last season. Mm-hmm. You know, so that's a guy that's answering the bill. And it's unfortunate that he comes down with this elbow injury. You know, I remember Bartolo Colon had, would have the, this on occasion as well, that bone bruise in his elbow. And, it, you know, it, I think it comes with, the, you know, obviously the torque you put on the elbow, you put on the arm, for, for and it happens with a lot of hard throwers. Yeah, and and that's you know it, you got to remember that Trevor Steffen's still uh, you know relatively young. He was a Rule Five pick uh, of the uh, of the Guardians back before the what the twenty twenty one season. So I mean, this is a guy who's he's still you know learning, growing that kind of thing. And uh, for for him to, it's not unusual for a guy like that to uh, to maybe push a little bit at, at, in spring training, and um, you know you end up with an injury like this. So. Uh, we'll, we'll keep an eye on, uh, Stefan and what his injury means to the bullpen moving forward. Uh, if you want to get the, the latest updates on, uh, injuries and, and who's in and who's out, uh, stay uh, connected with, uh, Guardian subtext. You can sign up by going to cleveland.com slash subtext or by sending a text message to 216-208-4346. It's $399 a month to sign up. Uh, and Hoynesy and I bring you uh, all of our updates in terms of, uh, you know, roster movements, injuries, uh, game updates, everything we can, uh, we send it directly to your phone that way. Uh, Hoinsey, the, uh, the Guardians are, are still looking for uh, that power-hitting right-handed bat. Uh, there's a, a couple of guys in camp who are, are trying to put their best foot forward and, and, uh, and, and earn a spot on the roster. One of them, a guy who's been on the roster for a while and uh, is finally getting a chance to show it, uh, tell us about John Kenzie Noel. Yeah, John Kenzie Noel, uh, Joe, you walk into that locker room uh, in spring training in Goodyear, you cannot miss him. He is a big, big man. He's 6'4", about 240, 250, um, had a big year, a power year last year at AAA, 27 home runs, I think 85 RBIs, um, you know, really, uh, you know, a powerful right-handed hitter. 
and um you know, Vote has given him a chance to play uh, this spring. You know, I think the last couple of springs he just kind of showed up and, you know, got his feet wet, you know, took in the uh, big league experience and really was optioned, you know, uh, out of camp pretty early to, uh, you know, prepare for the minor league season. But it looks like this guy might, uh, you know, Noel might have an outside chance of making the roster on opening day. But I, I certainly think, you know, if he performs well and he keeps, you know, he keeps his, you know, if he keeps his swing kind of under control and doesn't chase, you know, he's got a chance perhaps to uh, help uh, help Cleveland down the road this year. Yeah, I mean, 27 home runs, 85 RBIs in 138 games last year. I, I think uh, the Guardians would take that in a heartbeat if, if uh, that was, uh, you know, what he was able to produce. But uh, you've also got to look at 145 strikeouts last yeah. year in, in, in just under 600 plate appearances. Uh, that's a lot. And, and that's a guy who, uh, you know, you know that the power is there. You know he can drive the ball out of any ballpark, uh, really without even trying. Uh, but it, it's a matter of staying disciplined and, and, and swinging at strikes, is it not? Yeah, and I like what Vogt told him. He said, I guess in their one-on-one meetings, he told uh, John Kenzie, you know, a home run that goes 500 feet and a home run that counts four, goes 400 feet. They they both count the same. So you don't have to uh, don't overswing. You know, you're so big, you're so strong. If you make contact, if you barrel a ball up, it's going out. So you know, you don't have to chase. You don't you know you don't try too hard. And uh, you know the uh, the famous last words of uh, <laughs> all managers to all power hitters. This is also the uh, the guy Stephen Vote who who said, uh, you know, he tried to tried to explain to everybody that it, it you know getting getting all the hits doesn't matter in spring training. And then you asked him, well, when you were in spring training, what did you try to do? And he said, oh, well, I tried to get all the hits. So you know, it's, it's uh, do as I say, not as I do. But uh, we understand where he's coming from there. Uh, it would be nice to see John Kenzie Noel just sort of completely change who he is and 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 put the bat on the ball and have it jump off his bat the, the way it can and, and, and be that, you know, uh, sort of anchor piece in the lineup where you could, you could build a, or at least back up uh, a, a Jose Ramirez or a Josh Naylor uh, with a guy who could, you know, be a threat to, to hit 30 home runs in a season. That would be uh, outstanding. It's, it's what the guardians have had lacked the ability to produce a, a homegrown bat like that in so long. Uh, you know, this is Noel was uh, a guy, you know, a couple years back when the uh, the All-Star game was, was in Los Angeles. He was out there with George Valera at playing in the Futures game. I mean, this is a, a guy who they, they, they thought, thought highly off and of, uh, highly enough of uh, in what before 2021 to, to put him on the, the, the 40 man roster. So uh, there's there's got to be something there that they like. Yeah, Joe, and he, he's kind of, you know, you you look at the uh, you know, look, you look at Noel you look at uh, uh, Jonathan Rodriguez, even Oscar uh, Oscar Gonzalez. They were all in that same kind of mold, you know, big right-handed hitters, uh, you know, maybe lacking in um, plate discipline, but with, you know, off-the-charts power. And uh, I think, they're you know, obviously uh, you know, they're, they're going to give uh, Noel a chance. Rodriguez has swung the bat well, too, Joe. In, in BP, he hits a, he, he's got some he's got some unbelievable power. So uh, you, I think we'll, we're, we're going to get a chance to see one or one, if not two of those, both of those guys this year. 
Yeah, at some point you've got to see them, and and, and you got to give them a chance. You know, it, I mean, that's exactly it. Uh, that's exactly it. And I don't. I think uh, they've been burned in the past by you know bringing guys up, uh, giving them maybe a little bit of a look, and then moving on from them. Uh, uh, you know, Will Benson and, and Nolan Jones come to mind. So we'll uh, we don't want to see these guys go down that path uh, as well. Uh, they'll be adding them to uh, Chris Antonetti's. Uh, cork board in his office with the uh, the bad trades that you don't want to be reminded <laughs> of uh, as as he goes over that list all the time apparently. Uh, all right, I, there was a, a a little bit of a delay I believe uh, at at um, at Guardians HQ uh, uh, yesterday with uh, with Vogue coming in for his uh, his daily meeting. Why don't you tell us about that? Yeah, Joe. Two days ago, uh, Vote uh, was late coming to the mornings morning meeting with the morning press conference with the reporters in in the press room. And uh, so yesterday, as a peace offering, he brought a, a box of Dunkin' Donuts, like twelve donuts. Or I mean, there was there was a lot of donuts in this box, <laughs> but they didn't last long. So you know, I think uh, <laughs> so. You know that 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 was uh, that was a nice gesture on his part. Something. Uh, you know, a lot of, you know, I don't think I've ever seen a manager do that before. Well, I, I, I got to believe this is this is how this guy got the job, right? By being that kind of guy, by being the guy who says, I don't have to bring in donuts for everybody, but just in case I'm going to bring in donuts for everybody. I can get on board with a guy like this, man. <laughs> you know, if uh, if we show up for a press conference and, and he's 15 minutes late, we're going to be standing around asking him during the season, where are the donuts? I mean, this is that, that, that's got to be it, right? <laughs> he set a dangerous precedent. That's that's exactly what he did. Uh, speaking of dangerous precedents, uh, Shane Bieber uh, set to start. Uh, we're assuming on Saturday uh, because Carlos Carrasco is going Friday. Uh, Gavin Williams uh, set to pitch uh, in a in the spring training game on uh, Thursday. Uh, that that looks like the uh, the schedule uh, at least in the in the near future uh, moving forward with these pitchers. Wednesday. Yeah, I think so, and I would I would not be surprised if uh, you know Tanner Bybee doesn't follow uh, t- uh, follow Bieber on uh, Tanner Bybee uh, yeah follow Bieber on Sunday and Logan Allen on Monday or vice versa because both those guys threw uh, simulated games yesterday. So they you know the next step after you throw a simulated game is is to start a ball game in, in, in a cactus league game. So those you know those frontline starters are ready now. Yeah, that's a, a you know good sign that those guys are starting to emerge from the uh, the backfields and they'll be uh, they'll be making their way to Goodyear Ballpark and we'll we'll get our first chance to see those guys. Now the next step is getting them through three or four you know or maybe five however many outings that they need to have um, in spring training to get built up. Uh, and you know you talk about this time last year. You know, Tristan McKenzie was feeling good. Tristan McKenzie was was doing a, a you know a great job, and then it was that last start of spring training that he had to get through, uh, and and it didn't happen, and that started all of the uh, the injury woes uh, for the rotation last year. So uh, we'll we'll just keep uh, keep an eye on, keep monitoring. I mean, you wrote uh, these games do mean something. It's very important to to make sure that uh, health wise, at least, they get through these games uh, at some point, Wednesday. Yeah, no doubt about it. You know, McKenzie is going to throw a, a simulated game on Thursday, I believe he was scheduled. You know, so he's probably going to be the last last regular in that rotation to roll out there in a Cactus League game. And you know, still, uh, I think they're they're probably being more cautious with him than any of the other uh, you know frontline guys, uh, just because of uh, you know he had the shoulder injury, like you said. 
at the end of camp last year and then had the uh, strained UCL, UCL in, uh, in his right elbow. So, you know, he's going to be brought along a little slower than, than the rest of the field. Yeah, as of right now, we don't have, you know, much uh, to go on in terms of visually to to make a, a guess whether or not we think he's going to open the season with the roster with the in the starting rotation. But but all signs right now indicate and all signs point to that, uh, that he will be part of that rotation uh, as the, the Guardians open camp. We just don't know, you know, how deep they're going to let him go into games or whether they'll piggyback him with with starters as they've done in the in, in the past. So. We'll uh, we'll keep an eye on how all of that goes and all that progresses. All right, Hoynes, that's going to wrap up today's edition of the Cleveland Baseball Talk podcast. We'll check in again with you on Thursday. Good deal, Joe.